Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hello. Welcome back. This Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, I got a drink. Now because it's the holiday, uh, it's post-Christmas when this is uh, going up, but I'm still drinking that drink, so it's like I'm tying one on during the week, so for fantastic. Yep. There's no problem with that. You're an adult. Drink whatever you want. Yeah, it'll feel good tomorrow morning. I'm like I'm on keto, but here's this alcoholic beverage that is almost certainly not keto. <laughs> and anybody who's like, oh, I put diet coke in my rum or whatever, uh, all alcohol turns into sugar and it's gonna make you fat. So too bad. Yeah. You know what you're signing up for when you're drinking alcohol. Don't lie to yourself. Just put regular coke in it. Exactly. Oh, I'm putting my uh, rum and diet coke. Like that's gonna make a difference. Mm-mm-mm. Somebody didn't pay attention to biology. <laughs> Although I can't stand Fireball. Oh, can I tell you? It's it, it's still Fireball, right? Uh, what was it when we were kids? Mm-hmm. It wasn't called F- Aftershock. That's what it was called when we were kids. Yeah. And it's to say, ultimately, it's just cinnamon alcohol, and it's garbage. <laughs> it is. It's disgusting. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Fireball, Fireball. I'm like, it's like drinking a big cup, big red. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like, it's like Red Hots. It's it's crap. I hate it. Yeah, it's like, ugh, Red Hots. I remember those. <laughs> so gross. Uh, I've two grody liquor stories. One is we used to put uh, when I was when we were in college. We went to college together. Listener, dear listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to put Goldschlager in our kiwi strawberry snapple. Which, if you're wondering if that's disgusting, it is absolutely 100 <laughs> disgusting. And there were like gold flakes in the bottom. We did that so we could carry booze around the campus, you see. Oh, my God. That was, we made a lot of ill-advised decisions regarding our state of sobriety. Were you, were you there at a time we were at this party or whatever, and someone made, like, gummy bear vodka? I mean, theoretically, I'm sure I don't remember it. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, someone made gummy bear vodka, and I think something happened, and it just looked disgusting <laughs> like they let it they let it snow because i think they put gummy bears in it mm. and they let it sit too long mm-hmm. so it looked it looked like what can i say it looked like i don't know if i can stay in here it's just it's it's too bad oh it looked like sperm oh okay like sperm oh that's fine yeah i mean it's not fine okay. but uh multicolored I mean, it's not fine but that's what it looked like and they're like yeah let me try some i'm like nope you're like, no, no thanks. thanks. I'm, good. I'm full up on my salt for the today. What is this? Don't give me this. <laughs> and, uh, what? oh, when I was a waiter, I did a big party for the fire department. And, uh, and they were all taking shots of 151. And they were like, Oh, I remember that alcohol. Oh, so vile. Like, uh. it is, a, uh, like, a strength test. If you're drinking 151, you're not doing it for pleasure. Yeah. This is, you're proving a point to somebody. And I was proving a point to the firemen. Because they were like, 151, and they were all like, they were like, oh, I'm dying, man. Oh my God, bro, I'm dying. And I was like, <laughs> I used a lot of fresh words with them because I'm a tough guy. I'm a bros, bro. So I'm like, oh, you can't handle a shot of 151 kind of person, are you? Whatever. Let's, we all know what I called them. And I take mm-hmm. a shot of the 151, and I re- I don't react. This is where all my acting training comes in. I react not at all. And I'm like, ha, you can't even, I'm just a woman or whatever. And I played up that angle, and it was very funny. And the guys were just crying laughing. I go in the back. I'm like, how go get your appetizers? I'll be right back. And I went in the back, and I, like, stuck my head in a gallon of milk. I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I'm, like, eating a cheesecake. Oh. I was like... I was, like, licking a fire extinguisher. I was like, this is so horrible. But, like, I had to pretend like it wasn't horrible. <laughs> it's like, what is it? It's two drinks I hate. It's uh, Black House oh. and Devil Springs. Because oh those, those are Darren's favorite drinks. Well, I don't know if he still drinks them, but... I was like, what in the Devil college Springs. days is Darren doing drinking Black House still? <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if he drinks it anymore. But I remember in college, he used to drink it a lot. I think Darren uh, should tweet us like, about yeah, it. Right? It's like, yeah. And then, no, Devil Springs is like, that's super vodka. It's, the, it's, it's, to, it's, border, it's borderline engine cleaner. That's what it is. 
Yuck. Like it tells you, it tells you on the bottle, like you have to mix it with something. You can't drink it straight. So me, like a jackass, yeah, this is stupid. I don't, I don't need to drink it. I don't need to mix it with anything. What kind of, you know, stuff is that? That's that's woman stuff. <laughs> so I, so I take a shot, and let me tell you, that I, I was burning for like hours. <laughs> My chest was burning for like I'm like I'm gonna die. I'm going to die because I drank this wrong. You're like, this is rubbing alcohol. It's just rubbing alcohol, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm going to go blind. I'm going to go blind. And this is how I ruined my life. I did once drink a real, like, real, real moonshine. Like, made in, in the Deep South moonshine. And by the time I got round to drinking that moonshine, I was annihilated. So I drank <laughs> it and I was like, this isn't, this isn't bad. This is pretty good. And Michael turns to me and the group and goes... You're in no position to judge any judge any taste of anything at all. Yeah. yeah that's like when I went to, uh, what was that? I went to D.C. because we were at a party and I had to go get Everclear. And oh, my God. Yeah. But it was so weird because it was on a Sunday morning because I spent like a week. It was a Sunday morning. I had to go to like the seediest bar <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, like I had to go. I, I like you know when like on the on the movies when they walk in and everyone gets quiet. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. And they're like, "What are you? What are you doing here? What do you want?" I'm like, "I'd like some Everclear, please. And like, Come with me." I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get shot." Did you lean into like the nearest lady and be like, "Do you have pepper spray, just in case?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You coming with me, right?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they go in the back hmm. and they take this bottle. This it, no name on the bottle, nothing on the bottle, just no name on just a giant bottle, uh, like liquor. And they're like, "Take this, give me the money." I'm like, "I'm not gonna pay for it at the like." No, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. Just take this and don't tell anyone you're here. I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I th- I'm like, "What is?" Go- I didn't think it was like that. I didn't think it was gonna be like. A buy, yeah, as it I were. Think, I think, I think it was like on a Sunday. That's why, and it's like dry on a uh, Sunday or something. But you would, you could swear I was going in for like a bad drug deal or something. That's how serious it was. You're like, this is like a discount drug movie, isn't it? This is <laughs> no good. This is like, like a are we go- TBS TV show or something. What is yeah, this? like, are we gonna get? Am I, am I gonna? Are we gonna get raided? Am I gonna get arrested? <laughs> if you're a cop, you have to tell me if you're a cop. If I ask you if you're a cop. <laughs> I know what entrapment is, buddy. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, um, member berries, everybody. We're having member berries today. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have a member berry about this episode because I didn't remember anything about this episode. Uh, well, you know this. Epi- you know who else went into a town where they thought everyone was drunk? Is Jack? <laughs> Was Jack, <laughs> is it Jack who's drunk all the time? Like he, this was his drunk episode where he's like, "We should help these people." Not normally his mo, right? He probably had a few drinks before he went over. He's like, uh, Jack makes a comment that he loves trees. <laughs> and they should read. They should also have. They should subtitle this episode. Yeah, SG One goes to the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> they do find a church in this cold open and they're like that's weird and teal has read the Bible. this is the best line yeah. so far and i mean it's gonna take a lot to beat it because teal has read the bible and he says o'neill have you not read the earth bible <laughs> <laughs> and then o'neill goes i'm listening to it on tape <laughs> don't spoil the end for me that did it for you oh my god it's just so funny it's funny that like teal's like got a lot of time on his hands at the sgc obviously he's gonna run into a copy of the bible and he's gonna be like well this seems to be at at a minimum the second most popular religion on this planet because i think islam's the most popular he's like i might as well read up and uh o'neill's like uh read the bible uh what (laughs) Even if he was a regular oh. old practicing Christian, <laughs> he probably still wouldn't have been read it. 
Well, he's listening to it on tape, so why would he read it? (laughs) (laughs) It's just... (laughs) I like how O'Neill dodges that question so much. It just made me laugh. Just Bible on tape just is very funny. Like, who's doing the reading? Who's the audio narrator of the Bible on tape? It's Morgan Freeman. That would be amazing. I would listen to the Bible on tape if it was Morgan Freeman. And on tape is so dated. Uh, So when they walk up, the town freaks out. They're like, the demons have come. Side. Here's a little tangent moment. We were watching some some stuff on TV, uh, Michael and I. And uh, it was like one of those, like, mysteries shows. Like, history's mysteries or some crap like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mysteries at the museum. That was what it was. And uh, they're like, something, something. This whole town and this chicken, something weird happens. So we'll be right back. It was like the little promo before they go in and they just show like some like Puritan types and a chicken. And they're like, after this commercial break. And I, and I start and I had not seen the show and I'm like reading like my, my cell phone. I'm like scrolling through something and I look up and I look back down. And I go, I bet it's Satan's chicken. And Mike was like, what is Satan's chicken? I'm like, I'm just telling you, I think it's Satan's chicken. And they get back and they were like, they think it's Satan's chicken. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> they put the chicken on trial because it was a it was a, a rooster and it laid an egg. And they were like, that must be Satan's chicken. Because oh, why would a rooster lay an egg unless it was Satan's? That's obvious. That's a natural leap. Oh, it was legit a rooster? That laid it was an egg? a legit rooster, laid an egg. And it was just something in the genetic... Uh, code that made it appear uh, like a rooster, but it was a hen laying an egg. No, it was a demon. That's it was it definitely is. Satan's chicken, and it could be no other way. So they put it on trial, and like there's a judge and everything, and I, they uh, they killed that chicken for being Satan's chicken. But, you know how it is. But even even if it was his chicken, why would the most evil thing for it to do would be to lay an egg and not possess anybody? Well, maybe that's how the Antichrist is born. Like, you'd think it would be born of a person, but, like, they're like, what's the opposite of born of a person? An egg, right? So Satan's chicken, obviously. You know, you almost had me convinced. I know. It was Satan's chicken. And Michael puts down his phone. He looks at me. He's like, I can't believe you guessed Satan's chicken on the first try. I was like, isn't it always Satan's chicken? (laughs) Like, whenever they look like Puritans, Satan's involved. Mm -hmm. And they, I'm like, that chicken didn't get a fair trial, did it? No. They weren't like, are you Satan's chicken? And the chicken was like, no. They were like, drown Didn't first, ask questions later. Didn't even give it a chance to like repent or anything. You know? Just like, ask for chicken, chicken forgiveness. <laughs> so, okay, so that relates to this because they, the town freaks out because obviously that's uh, Satan's SG1 showed up. <laughs> of course. And they see a woman chained to a post, which I'm like, Typical. Mm-mm. They always be getting at women for being witches. Sometimes they weren't witches. Sometimes no, they, do, they we were just were. good at math. <laughs> but sometimes we were witches. I mean, yeah, but... Don't get caught. That's the... Know. I mean... Well, yeah. Don't, don't get caught doing math sometimes. Right. Just be like, oh, I'm going to be over here farming or whatever. She can manipulate numbers. She's a witch. Yeah, really. And they'd be like, her hair looks too shiny. Definitely a witch. <laughs> She's wearing a pants. <laughs> uh, so that's the cold open. They just walk in. Daniel sees a Middle English chapel. He's like, this is in Middle English. I like Middle English. He likes Middle English, Daniel. I didn't know. Uh, after the cold open, they find out that the woman is a sacrifice. And the guy trying to save her, uh, he's really freaking out about Satan's SG-1 showing up like like they did. I wrote his name down, but I forgot what it was. It's in here somewhere. It's like, oh, Simon. 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 So that's a very good old Christian name there. Uh, the demon does show up and does, notices his sacrifice isn't there and he hates that. Because it's an unus. And they were like, oh. I mean... To be fair, Unas does, does look pretty scary, so I can see how they can mistake his demon. 
Yeah, it looks pretty demony. It's got a lot of horns around the head. Not just two, like horns, a, it's, several. It's walking. It's kind of strong. It's walking around. It's snarling. It doesn't have human hands. Yeah, it really is. It is pretty demony. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing a good job being demon-like, and like <laughs> he demands five sacrifices, and so far he's zero for five, and doesn't appreciate that. Daniel does not do a great job of not selling the townsfolk that that Unis is not a demon. He's like, it's not a demon, even though it totally looks and acts like one. And, like, for all intents and purposes, right. it is a demon. So he's like, but it's not like a magic demon. It's just like a scary can eat your face demon. So, not a demon. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> oh, it's not using magic. It's using brute force. What a, oh, what a load off. <laughs> oh. So I have like, what, a 1% chance? Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jack offers to kill it, and Sam and Daniel are like, this doesn't sound like the best idea. They're like, like, shouldn't we just leave? (laughs) Finally, they're the ones who are like, shouldn't we just leave? Yeah, right, and he's like, oh, we have to help these people, excuse me? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, where did Jack go? Because this person's here now, and is like, we have to help people. (laughs) Why don't you get so altruistic, sir? Uh, yeah, because later on in the episode, he's like, next time I want to help people, uh, you can punch me or slap my face or something. Yeah. Uh, swift kick. And uh, uh, so Simon's like, it's in God's hands. And they're like, oh, Lord. They're like, Jesus, you know? <laughs> one, of these pe- one of these people again. Overall, during the episode, Daniel is finding it very interesting, I think, because... If they have Christianity there, that means the gold were visiting Earth a lot later into the period than they thought they were. Because assuming the roles of the existing pantheons, like in 2000 and 1000 and even 500 BC, uh, makes sense because that's what was around. And they were like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm whomever. I'm Apophis. Because they, they, Apophis must have came around during the Greek time because his Egyptian name was Apep, and he chose Apophis instead. But well, my thing is, yep. My question is, if you are impersonating Christian deities, like how would you pull that off? <laughs> be very distant and don't answer when you're called. <gasps> but then you also have to be very nice, because then how would you portray the whole thing with Jesus and everything? <laughs> well. That wouldn't be too hard if you could just... The Unis are like, we're demons. So, the, oh, they're not really going after the... So, I guess they got the real God thing part, right? Because God's not answering. <laughs> but Satan is. And yeah. they always say that Satan is definitely going to be like, I'm here. Though, don't forget. I can do it. Uh, so, they're impersonating Satan, really. They're not really impersonating God. But they must have gotten the book... From middle, and if they're writing in Middle English, that means that's like a thousand AD that they're on Earth, yeah, getting this idea from, and that's pretty interesting. And I, yeah, I could see why Daniel would be like extremely interested in this. He'd be like, "Well, when was the gate buried then? Because if the gate, the Egyptian gate, must have been buried before the birth of Christ, but maybe the Antarctic gate was open. I think we under I in real life." I think we underestimate what the ancient people of this planet were capable of or how advanced they were location to location. Or maybe, or maybe it was the ancients that started all this. Um, it might have been. In, in show lore, the ancients might have been starting it. In in human lore, if, like, if you had two different gates, if gates were real and you had two different places, I think, I think the... Ability of ancient Wait, what people. Do you mean to if, tra- what, what do you mean if gates are real? Of course they're real. <laughs> I know. It's, this is a documentary. <laughs> of course you're correct. Uh, I think uh, in, in people times, I think they underestimate how advanced the ancient people were and where their seafaring could have led. Because they were like, they didn't find Antarctica until like 1950 or whatever. And I was like, that's not true. The Phoenicians were exclusively a seafaring race of people. I'm pretty sure they probably knew where it was. And if that was the case, then Christianity could have spread. Like, they could have still been using the Antarctic Gate into the 1000s. And 
the Europeans wouldn't have been tipped off to it because it was where the Christians would have never found Antarctica because they were busy being like toilets are the devil or whatever. No, 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 not toilets. Um, <laughs> Washing your hands is the work of Satan. <laughs> right? Mathematics is a devil. Right. It's a devil's work. Like, any and all of that. So, like, that's why the, the Middle English would, it, to me, would be very interesting. Uh, because they were very scared in the in the Middle Ages time. Like, they had plumbing and they had roads and everything. And they were like, no, oh, not for us. Thank you. No, that's where that's where the devils work. That's the devils work. I was like, did a time traveler go back after they'd seen like ghoulies or something and be like, don't use toilets, it's bad. <laughs> You're welcome I for the like ghoulies reference. reference. Yes, I like that reference. That's a great reference. I'm the best. <laughs> don't use toilets. I mean, honestly, how do you shun a toilet? It's the best. I don't know. I have a portable toilet, even. I mean, granted, it's a bucket in a bag, but it's still portable. Still better than what they're afraid of. Oh, I know. They were busy, like, shit in their living room. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I don't care. In their living room. Back to the show. Holy cow. Can't believe you let me get off track all the time. Yes, I let you get off track. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the local leader who is... I mean... You mean Reverend Danforth? Crucible? <laughs> uh, he's putting on a great show. He's like, oh, the Satan is here and over here. And and he's going to strike you guys down. And then he rubs his uh, magic ring. Green, his green lantern ring. Let's call it a green lantern ring. He's got a green lantern, a yellow lantern ring, you know, because he's a bad person. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yellow. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, nerd, 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 okay? Whoa, whoa, nerd. So lightning comes down and they all get knocked out and they wake up in jail. By the way, these jails look like you could break out of them pretty easily. Like, if I got locked up in a medieval jail, I'd be like, I'm going to get out of this pretty handily. <laughs> but what was that? What was that energy blast? Was that like super zat gun or something? I think so. You know, I bet it, it does something like static wise to cause the the lightning to come down from the clouds. So if it could focus uh, static electricity, like Ben Franklin kite key situation, uh, then it would strike the ground and maybe knock them out. Yeah, but they would have get. They would have gotten some burns of some sort. Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe it is like... <coughs> oh. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I can't believe you have the vid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing, right? That's all that's left. There are no more diseases. It's just vid that's all. or health. It's, it's just one. That's it. <laughs> it's COVID. Uh, you're right. Maybe it is a Zat uh, thing, but it does come out of the cloud, so maybe it's a combo. Maybe it's lightning light. Teal, they, they they decide that Teal has the mark of the devil on his forehead, and they're like, "We're gonna give you some, we're gonna give you some endurance tests, some anti witch tests." Let's be honest. And they're like, "We'll put a hot poker to your forehead, and that doesn't hurt." Yeah, on the on the mark where he gets the gold uh, thing. Hmm. Well, he already had hot gold poured into his forehead. I'm pretty sure that deadens whatever yeah, nerves so are in the area. And they're touching it, and they're like, Oh, see? That's the sign of the witch. Doesn't hurt. So then they give him the old water test. If you drown, then you weren't a witch, and you get to go to heaven. Aren't, aren't you glad? And if you float, then you're a witch, and we're going to burn you alive. <laughs> or hang you, or whatever. No, burn you at the stake. Uh, there's more hangings than burnings. That's a fun fact. But yeah, there were burnings. They could have burnt him, sure. Uh, but then uh, he goes under. And the spiritual leader is a bit sus. Like, he's like, oh, see? It worked out. So he's uh, his soul is clear. And they're like, terrific. Or his soul a, is bit, clear. A, a bit sus? Yeah. He's a bit sus? A bit. Like, the second he walked on is like, 
Like the the fat friar that sucks. I was like, you're the fat friar that sucks from Robin Hood. That's who you are. <laughs> the fat friar that sucks. Come on, you from from the Kevin Costner Robin Hood, not Men in Tights. But I like the Kevin Costner Friar Tuck. Well, that Friar Tuck is good, but then there's the there's the fat friar who's taking off payments to let the witch do the <laughs> wedding, and Friar Tuck hands him oh, thirty oh, the, pieces oh, the of bishop, silver. You mean. Yeah, yeah, and then pushes he's him through the window. Oh, is he a bishop? Yeah, he's a bishop. It's distracting. Or cardinal or something. I don't know. Alan Rickman's very good looking in that movie. It's very distracting. Oh. <laughs> so, but no that's Michael who that Wincott guy was. for you? I mean, listen. I'm only really going to turn down probably. I probably won't because I'm a big old whore. I was like, I'm going to turn down <laughs> Kevin Costner, but am I? Probably not. Oh, Kevin Costner. Not, I mean, it's a good movie, but let's face it kevin costner has a chicago accent no matter what time period i mean it's pretty it's it's rough going but it is i'm an old slut so i'm like who cares (laughs) i'll take it let's go (laughs) but that this spiritual leader in this town reminds me of that bishop that gets pushed out the window with his 30 bits of silver because uh, that's what he's acting like. He'd be acting like he'll let a witch well, live. Not really, because that bishop was actually kind of—he was actually kind of compassionate, or he pretended to be. But this guy, he's just like, yeah, I have—I have a ring. What are you gonna do? He's in charge for now. He decides since Tilk, uh, Tilk's soul is clean since he drowned allegedly, uh, he's gonna let SG One go, which is weird. Don't do that. Uh, but Simon, Don't do that. it's weird. It, I'm like, why would you let them go? I wouldn't let them go. I'd be like, I want to keep power for as long as possible. Letting this obviously stronger than me team go is not a great idea. I'd be like, you're all going to witch trials. Isn't that going to be fun? It's a four way witch trial. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm like, you're all going to drown. So that's even more exciting. We all love a public drowning. Uh, Simon wants them to help free them from the scourge of the demon and that lady that he was like, I was, I said I would protect her after her parents were sacrificed. I'm like, wow. Oh, the lady who had, who had the chicken pox, but doesn't look like chicken pox. It looks more like the black plague. (laughs) Oh, these are just chicken pox. It's definitely not smallpox. It's almost certainly smallpox. (laughs) Yeah. At at the very least, it's smallpox. I'm like, I've never, I've had chicken pox. It does not look like that. All right, SG-1 doesn't get smallpox because we have vaccines against smallpox these days. That's right. That's right. Do you know, this is another side, I'm so sorry, everybody, that you have to endure my drinking habit. We all got smallpox vaccinations as children. But now, do you think they're continue giving smallpox vaccination that it is no longer on Earth? Like, there's like two samples in the CDC in Georgia and like in Russia. Would they continue to give the smallpox vaccination if it's been eradicated? Interesting, huh? I don't, I don't think they'll give it as much if it's eradicated because if it's no longer there. But then again, you don't know. Something could trigger the virus again. You know, you don't know. I say keep giving it because, I mean, worst case scenario, it stays eradicated. Who cares? That's my vote. Uh, but SG-1's old enough to have absolutely had the smallpox vaccination, so they're not going to get pulsed. They're not, they probably even have the chicken box vaccination, to be honest. So they're not going to get it from this girl. They'll be okay. Well, they should, they should tell the girl that, hey, you're going to be cured of chicken pox, but you'll have shingles. I mean, enjoy those shingles down the line. Am I right, you guys? <laughs> oh my goodness. Daniel had shingles last year. It was horrible. Yeah. You get a fever and, and you feel like a pain on, in your body, like down your back, then hey. All our parents were wrong about sharing smallpox. It's fun. It's fun being wrong. <laughs> Where am I in this? In these notes, um, if they don't help, Teal'c will have died for nothing because <laughs> they still believe yeah, that well, Teal'c died. They're not really that broken up about it. I gotta say, nobody's crying or like being introspective about it. They're just like carrying on. Yeah, they had they shed more tears for Daniel. I know, and future and future dead Daniel episodes are gonna be really sad. Yeah, he dies a lot. Daniel dies a lot, so. I mean, there's one, I, it's like four seasons from now where like he dies and it caused tears when I first watched it. 
It'll probably cause tears again. But most of his deaths don't cause tears. Yeah, it's more like eh, Daniel's dead. Hmm. Again. I'm 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 sure we can find another archaeologist and brief him on some stuff. Daniel doesn't want to help like he did want to help earlier. Uh like earlier when Jack was like, We have to help these people, Daniel was like don't think so. I don't think that's a great idea. But now he's like, yeah, we have to help these people or Tilk will have died for nothing. It's like, wait, like two days ago, you didn't want to help him. I'm like, bruh, you practically kicked, kicked Tilk into the Thor's hammer thing because you're like, my wife! <laughs> Tilk, remember when you kicked me and you left me there in Thor's hammer and he's like, why are we still on that? <laughs> I know. It's like, God, get Dude, over that that was like two years ago, dude. Come on, let it go. Uh, Daniel offers to take Simon and Mary, that's her name. Well, isn't it just? Uh, he's like, we'll take you back to Earth. I'm like, Daniel and Sam need to slow down about taking people back to Earth. Yeah, really, like, it can't be danger, man. <laughs> it can't be Janet's wayward home for alien children <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Poor Janet. <laughs> I would love to see a spinoff like that. Like, I'm sure she makes a lot of money as a doctor, but I don't know if she makes, like, like a gem in the holograms <laughs> level compound money. <laughs> like a facts of life money? Seriously. I was like, <laughs> stop bringing people home. At some point, Hammond's going to be like, stop bringing people home. Stop this. <laughs> Who are these people? Why do you keep bringing people home? And now I just thought about... <laughs> I just thought about Atlantis and how, like, in the first episode, uh, John comes back. He's like, I brought so many people home. <laughs> Look at all these lost puppies I found. And my thing is, it's a Middle English town, village, whatever. Mm -hmm. How are they speaking, like, how are they speaking, like, modern English? Uh, I guess because the plot demands it, but, you know. I always, it, it does, like, they just, like, just get on. I guess they just get on with it. But my favorite way that this was ever addressed was in Farscape, when they have the little, uh, what amounts to a Babel fish. Go the the, yeah, the Babel fish? Go inside of, of Crichton, and then whenever they're taken out of that context, like they go to Earth or something like that, uh, the Earth, like, Chiana can hear everything the Earth people are saying, but when Chiana's speaking, the Earth people are like, I don't know what she is saying. Yeah, like, she understands them, but when they're speaking, they're like... <laughs> What? They're like, gray skin, blue lady, this is, what is this? But she's very sexy and we're very into it. That show's horny. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I love it. And one day, we're going to get to it. I personally like the worm that brushes your teeth. <laughs> that show was fun. It was a it was. rollicking good time with that. Because it never really took itself too seriously. No, well, that's Australian. That's Australia for you, isn't it? They're having a good time down there. I like Australia very much. Uh, that's another sidebar. So, after Daniel offers to take them home, Tilk's being, um, he's got his uh, death shroud over him, and they're like praying over him, and, and they're going through a lot of trouble for a stranger that they could have dumped in an unmarked grave. That's what I'm saying. And he sits up, so those nuns are not pleased. Hi, honey. Well, wouldn't you freak out too? I would freak out. I'd be like, if you're like, if you're like embalming someone, all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, I'm back up." I'd be like, "Stop!" Yeah, I would lose my mind. I'd be like, "This is more than I can bear." So they decide to sacrifice Mary and all of SG One because obviously Tilk is the Jaffa, Satan's Jaffa. Oh, you mean uh, Reverend Danforth? Yeah. <laughs> Reverend Danforth's Satan, Satan's Jaffa. You can't be coming back from the death like that and not be a witch, right? <laughs> no. He was like, I went into a deep state of Kalnarim. And I was like, typical. Typical Teal'c. Like, of course he did Teal'c. Mm -mm. uh, the Unis shows up and he knows uh, Jack is not of this world. He's like, you're a bit too modern to be this. I call this Unis Carl. I like it. Carl the Unis. Carl Unis. <laughs> Carl's like, no, this isn't, this isn't something. Like the clothes didn't give it away? Yeah, really. And they're like, what it, they're like, hey, Carl, what has Sokar got on you that makes you like want to do any of this? 
And he doesn't answer. He's like, we're going back to the ship. Uh, how about you shut up? <laughs> how about you be quiet, you know, slave? Yeah. Uh, so they're walking along and they're like, they're like, hey, noobs, just so you know, this is how escapes work. We're all going to roll down that hill. You just do that too. I guess the Unis didn't hear them plotting so loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and they throw themselves down a hill. I'm like, this is unwise. <laughs> If for nothing else, you're going to break a leg. Or, like, impale yourself on something. Right, you don't know what's in that. I mean, it could be anything down there. You could roll over a poisonous snake and it bit you, and now you're dead. Now you're dead. The reverend, the good reverend, threatens Simon for asking questions, because, oh, so they get away. They're like, ha-ha, nailed it. And they, the, the reverend's like, Simon's like, hey, man, some of this stuff... Is a bit sus, and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna be the next I sacrifice." Vibe, I don't, I don't vibe with some of this stuff. What's going on? He's like, uh, "What's going on? What's going on is you're about to be the next sacrifice if you don't shut it." <laughs> right. Uh, Simon runs away. Well, well, he doesn't say he's going to be the next one. He just says he can't protect him if he becomes the next sacrifice. Be like. You know how God works in mysterious ways. You're definitely going to be Yeah, it's mysterious, you know what I mean? I mean, what a coincidence. You asked questions and now you're on the chopping block? I can't believe it. I guess you got your answer. Hmm. Uh, so when Simon runs away, he finds the rest of SG-1 and shoots that Unis. And then they shoot each other free from the chains that they were all like a chain gang there for a bit. Yeah, and he shoots him. He shoots him a number of times. So how does he know that's how steel stacks steel uh, staff works? I think there's a button. I mean, I've held one. Did there you is... know I've held one? I've held a staff weapon. Oh, so is there a button? I expect that there is one, but this was like a, it was like a a, a hero used prop, but it, it wasn't one of the ones that opened. It was just one of the ones that stayed closed, like the guards carry. And he's such a simple person that when it when it does fire, he's not like. Oh my god, this is like the hammer of God or something? The lightning? What the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, hey, staff weapons, am I right? Alright. Button. <laughs> right? I mean, I get if you've never even held a gun or or whatever and you picked one up. Or 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 seen one in life. Like it doesn't look like a staff weapon has a safety. So like, well a gun might have a safety, but let's assume the safety's off. Like the bad guy dropped the Robber drops the gun, and you pick it up. You can pretty much, from holding it in your hand, figure out how it's going to happen. Like, you're not, like, poking yeah, the side but, of it being like, oh, the gun's not going off. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, pressing the button. Imagine <laughs> if you see, like, a Jaffa. Yeah, but imagine if you see, like, a Jaffa and a staff weapon. It'd be the equivalent, like, when, you know, the Mayans first saw horses. Yeah. Men on horseback. And they're like, what is this? Yeah, Simon adapts pretty quick. He's like, listen, sometimes I guess you roll with the punches. You're like, I don't have time to ask questions about this now. <laughs> He's like, well, I went in Rome. Hey. And yeah, I guess if it comes down to it. So like in the TV show Sleepy Hollow, when they had the time, they had the time to let Ichabod Crane be like, light bulbs are weird, right? And tape. What's scotch tape? This is all yeah, very and odd. And, and that was the beauty of that show. Because oh. He's like seen all this for the first time. And he's just like. What sorcery is this? He's like, man, my favorite of that is when he does shoot the gun and he drops it and runs away because <laughs> every gun back when he was alive was a one shot and then you just got rid of it because yeah. there was no more bullets. He was like, well, no more bullets than that. Yeah, and, and Abby was like, and she's like, what? what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, when the fresh hell is this? But you see, that's why that's part of the reason you like the show. But Cause, like, because it's little stuff like that. That they had the time for that, but like when it comes down to like, you don't have time to wonder about Scotch tape. He does not wonder about Scotch tape. He okay, he guess. doesn't have like light bulbs or weird time on his hands if like Satan's coming to dinner tonight. You know, he's like, oh, I gotta get ready. Uh, so I guess Simon didn't have time to be like, staff weapons are weird. He's like, listen, I'm sure there's a button, and if there's a button, I'm pushing the button. A lot. I don't know, man. So the Unis takes damage, but it doesn't kill him right away because of the uh, 
the gold that's inside him. Uh, so they chase him. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> they chase him. Sorry. They chase him down, and the Unis is chasing them down. And then uh, the Unis just, like, keels over once they get back to the town because the uh, the preacher is there. And they go back to the gate, and then Sam gets... She gets the Tokra tingles. Can I t- uh, trademark that? I just yes. TM. The Tokra tingles. <laughs> the Tokra tingles. She's got Tokra tingles. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, Re- Reverend Danforth is like so nice. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, forgive me. You know, I've seen the, I've seen the error of my ways. <laughs> he's like, I've learned a valuable lesson here. Am I right? Okay. Hello. Goodbye. He 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 even he even he even gives them his power ring. Yeah, he's like, oh, take it. Don't worry. I have plenty more where that came from in Gualul Town. <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs> he's like nothing. Not Gualul Town. That's certainly not where I'm going. Definitely not. <laughs> it's uh, not like I'm gonna go back to Sokar and get like the hand weapon. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hand thing. I'm gonna upgrade. So Sam's like, uh, that gold went inside that preacher. That's nice try buddy he's like I know Uh, so he gets shot and then Simon prays over him which is very nice of him no but I love O'Neill though he's like are you sure like dude I can sense gold we've been doing this for like a year why don't you still not believe me she's like uh Toker Tingles TM that's see that that's my thing it's like after all the stuff he's seen O'Neill is still asking questions. Mm. <laughs> Simon agrees to bury the gate. Thank God. Because why would you ever want to visit these people again? How can they, how do they know how to, bear, how can they lift that thing if they don't even know, like. How you just tip it what, over. What, like, uh, uh, and how would you bury it? Like you would, like, I guess you would take like ropes around it like they did it in Egypt in the movie. And you would just tip it over and you just throw some dirt on it. I suppose. I mean, that's not going to do the greatest job. Maybe they could, like, push a boulder or something. They're going to write, do not touch. Right. They're just going to put a sign out front. Just <laughs> don't do it. Uh, they'll, like, pull, like, a crystal out. Maybe they show them how to pull the crystal out of the DHD or something. I mean, they're, they're taking a leap of faith that power isn't going to corrupt Simon either, which it may well. You know what's funny? I know what, like, when I first started watching Stargate, I never watched, like, the first season. I got into it like midway in the second season. So when they said DHD, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then and, until I realized DHD was like dial home device. And I'm like, really? Oh, my God. You want a funnest fact of all time? A piece of my license plate naturally has DHD on it. That's that's cool. That's cool. I know. I won't get rid of it. Like if it comes to it, I'll personalize the plate with that. <clears throat> you should. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my goodness. My husband's like, you were ridiculous. That's my text. That's alright, it's a notary thing. So how many stars do you give it? Because that's how it ends. They're like fade to black. Uh I give it again two and a half stars. I think what they should have done was a better ending would have been if they all came back with soldiers or came back with a mop and nuked the village. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> No. I mean that's a cold fist of justice right there. <laughs> because man. <gasps> Nothing good comes from that village. You couldn't elect two people, and they could just leave and start their own village. But the, nothing good came from that village. They were ready to kill them. I gave it. I also gave it two and a half stars, and I said it was fine. But Christianity is boring, <laughs> and that's ultimately the problem. <laughs> Christianity is boring. This, I mean, Revelations is fun, but outside of Revelations. It's very boring stuff. Everybody's always sad and sorry all the time, and you got to be sorry, and you can't have sex, and you can't do anything fun. <laughs> also, Ezekiel's chapter is pretty fun too. I'm like, you know who loves sex and fun? Pagan gods. That's who, and that's why they're always fun. Well, and and Old Testament people. Oh, they're a bit murdery. They get a little like, don't look back. Well, you're a pillar of salt now. <laughs> No, well, they're also murdery, but you know, David, he does his thing, and they must. Bathsheba does her thing, and but thou must not suffer a me to live. Ah, yes, that's tough going. 
But you don't have to kill me because Jesus died to keep me from dying, right? So there you go. You don't oh, have is to... that how it works? Well, you don't have to do Old Testament stuff anymore because Jesus died for your whatevers. That's why you get to not circumcise and you can have pork and you can do all kinds. You can mix, wear mixed material. Yeah, but I, I like Old Testament stuff, though. It's a bit, <laughs> it's kind of, you know. Please don't kill me. Armageddon. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of Armageddon-y. That's why I like it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a lot more ruthless. How do you solve a problem? I don't know, a flood, a plague or two. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, when they get into, like, but that's, like, Judaism stuff. Because the Old Testament is very Judaism stuff. And Christianity is the boring part where you have to be, like, somber and sorry all the time. Sorry, I had a little bit yeah, of fun I, I there. Call I, it, fun. I, call it, I call it the part two of the preaching, because that's all they do is they preach it. Yeah, Judaism's part one, Christianity's part two, and Islam is part three. <laughs> Islam, Islam is part three. It truly is. So part one are the purists who are like, nothing after the first one's good. Just forget it. It's the original or nothing. And then part two people are like, part one's good, part two's good, part three is garbage. Don't even bother with part three. And part three is like, can't we celebrate the entire trilogy, please? So so it's like the Godfather? That's right. It's like Star Wars. Either you're a fan of Jedi or you're not. Either you're into both the chapters one and two, or you go all three. So chapter two is the best one, and then chapter three? That's how the, well, that's how a lot of people view it. But all the characters from one and two appear in three. So you get your Moseses, listen, you get your I Jesuses, saw, you get your gods. I, saw, I I like the turn of the Jedi. I'm like one of the few people that actually I like, like Jedi. It. I don't like it. I don't like it better than Empire. Empire is that's a piece of art right there. But you know, no, I like Jedi too. I, think I have the no. Ewoks ruined it. I don't even think the Ewoks ruined it. I think it's fine. Look, it's fine. What are you gonna do? Ultimately, all the movies were made for children. But children had... Yeah. I mean, I'd say they had a different attention span back then. But even now, like, if you look at, like, Marvel, like, Civil War and stuff like that, Civil War is, like, a political Mm. maneuvering movie. I'd say it's a drama, but, like, man, it is just a lot of meetings at a lot of tables talking about policy. (laughs) And kids watched that. They were like, yeah, Ant-Man gets big in a bit of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, though, because I watch Empire, like, as an adult. I'm like, this is not for children. I wonder that, too. But I watched Jaws as a child. They let us watch anything. Listen, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, all your stuff was real, real dark. I mean, dark. Like the Black mm-hmm. Cauldron, the Neverending Story, the Dark Crystal. Yeah, the Black Cauldron. That was, that was for kids, the Dark, the, the yeah. dark Crystal and, and the, the Black Cauldron. I'm like, Secret how? of Nim. All of that stuff is very, very I, dark business. I, I used to be afraid of Sneak Secret and them. Yeah. Like that was the one scary. that was the one cartoon that was just like this is freaking me out a little bit. Even things like an American tale, like all of this is we had just mega sad, ultra tragic, and that was our entire upbringing. That's all we ever got to watch. Yeah, American Tale is horrible. No cats in America. Somebody was misinformed. <laughs> That propaganda train was working. Mm, I'm telling you. We had, we just, like, I'm so, like, they're like, oh, this is what's going on on this show. Like, even, even when you watched Mr. Rogers as a kid, he'd be, he wouldn't, like, sugarcoat anything. He'd be like, here's how war works, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah. we're learning about war today. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't like my mailman because he's black. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh. He's like, guess what's wow. wrong about that? Mm. So, in your face. I love Mr. Rogers. I went to the land of make-believe. Did you know that? I did not know that. The original sets are in the Heinz Museum in Pittsburgh. Okay. So when you go to the Heinz Museum, you learn about ketchup and horseradish or whatever. And then you go up to the third floor, and it's all, like, the literal original sets. So you see the, like, when you first get off the elevator, you see the oak tree. And then you see King Friday's castle and stuff like that. It's, like, incredible. We're the only ones. Oh in wow! There. Oh my god! It, like Michael was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to go to bloody, bloody whatever." And I was like, "Ugh!" I was like, "Well, I want to go see King Friday." So, and we went to the museum <laughs> and we walked in there, and he was like, "Well, this is more than I thought it was going to be." <laughs> Emotionally, 
<laughs> I was like, I told you. It's g- it gets you right in the feels. And it was before all these documentaries had come out. That's why we're the only people there. Even before the Tom Hanks one? Oh, yeah, long before. Like a couple of years prior. Okay. And we had gone there for New Year's because uh, they have a, a ball lifting instead of a ball drop in the middle of downtown Pittsburgh. It's fun. Not Well, not anymore. Okay. It's disease-ridden. Everything is. But before that, everybody used to gather in the time. Well, they're probably not going to have it this year. No, probably not. Uh, so, yeah, everybody would gather wow. downtown and, and watch the ball drop. And then we went to the museum the next day. And it was pretty great. Pittsburgh's a really fun town. Do it. Go to Pittsburgh. Oh. Everywhere has something to offer, you know? That's my uh, my recommendation. I watched the promo for next week. It's called Rules of Engagement. And it looks like SG-1 fights other SG teams, but are they from... They're not from SGC. <coughs> so they're obviously... Uh-oh. Secret SG teams. You know the sort. Mm, from, like, the gold? Like, no, no. Like, Senator McKinsey's secret SG teams. That kind of sh- stuff. Oh, that kind of Black Ops kind of... You know what I'm saying. NID stuff. They're like SGX... Well, no, like... that's wormhole. That's wormhole extreme. Yes. I can't wait to watch wormhole extreme. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> I can't wait to get K- Mitchell Cameron. I'm telling you, I really did like. Really, you like Cameron? I did. I loved Cameron so much. Not just because like... of who he is. No, but that's what I'm saying. I only liked him because of who he was. I know where he was from, and Claudia Black too. But mm. although, Cla- although, although, her Valo was actually a pretty good character. I think so, too. I think Cam was really good. I think he was really funny. And, like, like he really, like, brightened up the place, you know? Eh. Anyway, that's why. I don't Cam mind was, cast changes. Cam was decent. Mostly, I don't mind a cast change. People you know move I mean? on, man. They can't be on there forever. Yeah, he was decent. It's more notary stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, got anything to plug this week? Oh, uh, no, not this week. My friend's still on vacation. And by vacation, I mean she's just not baking right now. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, you yeah. can find us on all our social media medias at ZPM Stargate on Facebook. I'm never on Twitter. I'm always on Instagram. Hardly ever on Gmail. I'll answer your emails in your app that you're listening to this show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever. Uh, leave us a five star review. A New Year's five star review. Everybody, have a very happy new year. 2021 will be tops, I'm telling you. Let's hope so. Yes. So, goodbye. Bye.